Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in, grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in. It's the one-hour show, constantly speaking facts. Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt, and when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style. Jake is going to educate you, he has that knowledge on fire. Player, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy, or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform, breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains. Brought to you by the Up All Game Presents Network. You guys know what I'm about to say. Make sure you're liking, following, subscribing to Up On Game on all platforms. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your content. Great stuff coming out there with LeVar, Plex, and TJ and the crew. But I'm here with my guys, Superboy Jimmy J. I'm here with my guys, Jake Galley and Stab Matt Robinson again. And y'all... First of all, we, we've been getting the best of both worlds between football and basketball, but we had a couple of football-centric pods, so we're going to switch over to the NBA to get things started, but before we do, welcome to the pod. How are we doing this week? Hump Day Wednesday. Terrible. Awful, awful no, I, week. I definitely didn't re- really expect that. Usually you get the polite, like, oh, I'm good. I'm doing no, well. You just- the O has gone. The O has fallen. Olympus has fallen oh, for the God. Philadelphia Eagles. And I was there in person to watch it. And yeah, I needed tough. a minimal performance from AJ Brown to win in fantasy. And he didn't get there. So it's just the yeah. triple crown. Yeah. I'm ready to talk some basketball is what that means. 
Oh, so I'm not worried about the Eagles. Um, tough loss, but just one of those games. Yeah. Uh, Y'all I, lost, go I lost tough one in fantasy, too, because the Eagles defense didn't show up for the first yeah. half. Wow. Lost by two points. So. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I won. I split one and one. I got back to the winning side in the league that I'm like towards the top in, like second, I think, in the league. And then in the other one, I'm like middling in the pack. I just went, went to 500 last week with a win, lost this week, so I'm back under 500. So that's good. But the thing about the Eagles is like, y'all weren't going to go undefeated. You can be the best team in the NFL, and I still think you are, but you, you weren't an undefeated. We weren't There's even halfway on. there. And, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like at some point it was going to happen. I, I get that it's tough that it happened against Washington. That's kind of a, a game that you want to beat. Like put it this way, Jake, would you be as upset if you lost to the Colts next week? Um, I'd be more upset if we lost to the Colts. This Really? Why? I would think that wouldn't matter. Colts stink. Yeah, but it's the Colts. Like in the grand I mean, scheme in, of in terms like, of how much the, the loss, right. In that, in that uh, regard, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is I would have, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess uh, nah, I think it would be a, a worse a worse flag if nah, they lost no, to the Colts. No Frank, no Frank Reich. The Chiefs lost to the Colts. Yeah. Like this uh, was a division game at home in prime time. Like it hurts a lot. But those half like, that, that's like you expect that to happen. Like right, like they like like you said, like you kind of expect yeah. like it's a divisional game. Granted it's at home. That's I don't true. know. That's it true. was a hard loss to watch. It was not stupid fun. turnovers and rough calls like yeah. the Goddard. And like the quad, I think yeah. the Quez Watkins fumble's gonna hurt for a while, but yeah, that's that's gonna be tough. All right, but we said we we're gonna talk basketball, and we almost got into a whole NFL discussion. <laughs> I felt this going. Yeah, your I felt this going on the path too. Let's switch it, uh, because it's time to do an NBA heat check. We've done this in the past, uh, and I really like when we do something like this. Is we we identify through you know the early part of the season guys that are now starting to heat up, and we do a lot with a team centric focus. And I like that we're going to do with a player-centric focus and just see, like, which guys are – they may have started hot and are continuing it, or guys like this first guy we're going to talk about who didn't start too hot and are turning it on. So the first one is going to be Joel Embiid, now averaging 32-10-4 on the season. In the last four games, plus 10 and a plus minus against Phoenix at a 12-point win, plus 10 against Atlanta and a 9-point loss, plus 22 against Atlanta, turning around in a 12-point win, and then plus 25 against Utah in a 7-point win. Oh, and by the way, he dropped in that midst. Statistically, probably, the best stat line in NBA history. No one has had, what, 50-10-5-5 in one basketball game, and Joel Embiid did it against the Jazz. So, stat, Matt, I'm going to let you take this one first because when Embiid was struggling, you looked us dead in the camera, and you were like, I'm not worried about Joel Embiid. You literally say you were so confident about it. You are like, you know what? I'm not worried about him. He can have a slump, and this is this is your validation right here, sir. He seems to be A-OK. He's back, and the only upsetting thing about this is that he might be keeping Doc Rivers employed with these yeah. last two performances. Um, if you just, but Joel Embiid is just the best basketball player I've ever watched for a team that I root for. And it's not really close. <laughs> and I just, it's one of those things where the Sixers might be a disaster. They might screw up a bunch of different things because that's what they've done. But it's games like that game against Utah where you just have to like live in the moment and appreciate that this player is playing for your team. Mm -hmm. And that's what that night was. And it was just beautiful to watch. 
Yeah, he has a little bit of the... I mean, it's funny that him and Harden are on the same team. Granted, they Harden started the season pretty well. But they both take a little while to ramp up. And rightfully so for Embiid, take as much time as you want. Because ultimately, whatever... Whatever workload results in him being available at 100% and, and being fresh for the playoffs, do whatever you want, really, truly. Like, you still have to win some games, which they haven't been doing, and he's been playing a lot of minutes. But there's a ton of encouraging stuff uh, with the Sixers since the last time that we spoke about him. And specifically, like, and be beyond just the – I mean, obviously, he's exploded points per game-wise, second in the league with 32.3, uh, excuse me. Hmm. But he's shooting – 23.7% from three-point. 23.7% career, he shoots 33%. So, like, I'm assuming that that's a re- it'll eventually regress to the mean and he'll go back closer to that 33%, which means he has some really hot shooting streaks to get there. So, I mean, we're probably looking at another year, if he plays the whole year, where Joel Embiid will be in the MVP conversation the whole time. If he continues to play like this, I would say he should win it, but that was last year as well, maybe even the year before that. So I'm not even going to say who cares who wins it. My eyeballs tell me he's the best player in the league, so that's all for, that I for need. For me, it's the defense that he's – because he has to – to get this team to win, he needs to make all these incredible running back on defense plays when he's just clearly gassed. Mm-hmm. Second end of the back-to-back, the Jazz have a fast break. He stops it with a ferocious block on Conley. And it's just those moments – and it's not just that, like the even the game they lose to Atlanta in their in the last four games, he's plus ten in like thirty seven minutes. Just show, like how and they lose by nine, so they're minus nine in eleven minutes, minus nineteen in eleven minutes. It just shows how important he is, especially with no Harden, and he's got to keep us afloat, and he is doing that right now. Although it shouldn't have to be this difficult for him. Yeah, I mean, but but. That's not a surprise about how difficult it is for him. He carried the weight of the world on his shoulders through back-to-back, you know, seasons in the playoffs, you know, for the Sixers. And when you have no Harden, you know, who else is the workload going to fall on? But the without Harden part to me is glaring. And I don't mean to rain on anybody's parade, but I just think it's, I don't, it's, it's an awfully big coincidence, if it is one, that Embiid starts to break out when Harden's not on the floor and it continues to be, the biggest question mark to me is if like can we get this in B when Harden gets back? Are we going to get the Harden that we had when they started the season and Embiid wasn't there or Embiid wasn't one hundred percent? Like when when they're both at one hundred percent and they're both on the floor, can we get the best version of both Harden and Embiid? Like this is yes. great to see. Like, like the point totals is, won't be the same because Embiid. No, no, no. I don't expect them but, to have. But 60, and like and be like. Embiid scored 40 points in games where Harden's played. Like, it's it's not like it hasn't happened. And Harden, like... But has Harden also scored 30? Just because Harden, Harden was in a shooting slump last year and he was playing with, like, a... Not the but, great... But you hear all the I'm coincidences? Like, these, these sound like a whole lot of coincidences, but, but we never have seen them both... Never seen them both in the same room. That's what I'm so saying. I don't like, we keep making excuses thing. for it. I don't think Harden says, like, I need to shoot a million times. I don't think Embiid says, I need to shoot a million times. So I think they're going to be... And Harden's uh, one of the best passers of this generation. I think they'll absolutely learn to play good offensive basketball together. Here's what worries me: as long as Doc doesn't screw that, it's like which is a big if. Well, hey, that's uh, that's a win. That's not there we go. Uh, But what does concern me a little bit, and like this is 
this isn't anything new. These are existing stereo, you know, these are existing storylines going into these guys' career in the playoffs, like and beating the playoffs, hardening the playoffs. It, there have been things that have gone amiss. When things are, are tight, it seems that often you'll look and see either of them kind of palms to the air in the playoffs, not able to get the looks that they're accustomed to getting in the regular season um, because largely their games are predicated on physicality. Or, or, or I guess, the, the balancing act that you have to play. The defense can't be too physical. The offense wants to be physical enough to move them but not get an offensive foul. So I say all that to say, I think, if it has to be an either or, that's still okay. Like if it has to be okay, Joel doesn't have it in the playoff game. But time to let James pound the rock. Like that's not the worst option in the world. That's what happened in Game Four against Miami last year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Joel so, was just coming back from the eye orbital. He wasn't concussion, and he wasn't in playoff shape because of he wasn't allowed to move. He had to be in bed. And then Harden made a bunch of shots to tie the series up at two, and then. I don't want to talk about what happened the rest of the series. Here, here's where I think they're going to have to, like, where they, where they can figure it out to be their best when they're both on the floor is, like, almost like the either or you're talking about, Jake, or, or they're both going to have to pick their spots. Like, Embiid's going to dominate most of the game through, you know, 35 to 40 minutes. But that coming down the stretch, Tom, I think is when James Harden is going to have to or is going to want to take over. Like, all, all the struggles we've seen Embiid, in the late games and, and not being able to get out of double teams or not making the right decisions at the end of games, that's when James Harden can sign with, you know, top of the key pick and roll. Or even in an ISO situation, Matt, you said he's one of the best passers. He's also one of the best, you know, setup man and decision makers, at least in the league right now. So, like, I, I think that's where it's going to have to happen. Um, but for what it's worth, a beat is off to it, you know, or is getting back to a toward start right now. And I know a stat that makes Sixers fans happy is he's had, he had more points in one game in that 59-4 downing than Ben Simmons had had all season up until last night. I'm not sure what he scored He didn't last play night. last night. He, he didn't play at all last night? But he had a sore knee. Wow. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/TheShy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Wow. No, no, I because I thought he, I mean, I even gave him more credit because I, I swore that's he played. What I thought. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw him always warming up, like, so I, I, you know, I swore that he played, but that's, you know, that's really tough. But anyway, we can move on to the next person, Sir Steph Curry, who, it's a heat check, but I'm not sure Steph ever really, like, slowed down that much since his finals run, averaging 31, 6, and 6 right now, 52% from the field, 43% from three, 92% from the foul line. So stuff casually, 50-40-90 season on 31 points from the field, just just casually, highest three-point percentage since, since his 2015-2016 season. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, like, I'm not sure that he slowed down from his finals MVP run. So, Jake, you could take this one first. About that, because Steph is hot, but the Warriors are not. Like the Warriors are, I believe, right under five hundred right now, like a six and eight record or something like that. Like not, not the team is not off to a hot start, but Steph Curry is. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's somewhat to be expected, right? With everything that happened with in their locker room between Draymond Green, Jordan Poole going into the year, it's a little bit of a weird vibe, I would imagine. Fight night. Uh, yeah, it was a little, you know, when there's Fight Club in the locker or in the at practice, tends to create a weird vibe. But Steph Curry, and I, I think we owe, our, our, at least, excuse me, I owe uh, our guy Quiddy an apology because he came on and said Steph Curry is the best point guard of all time. And I believe I disputed him. I forget who exactly I put forth, maybe Magic. Steph Curry might be the best point guard of all time. Yeah, hey, but yo, yo. At, like, at, like, and not that it, anything has drastically changed, right? We've seen him play this well, but it's the fact, like, it's the LeBron factor of he's team has changed, it. he's getting older, but he's still able to really dominate the game. I mean, his rebounding and assist numbers while also being still at the top of the league in scoring is something to watch. Um, and... You know, it just makes you it, it it makes me wonder, like, okay, the Warriors are going to have to get out of Draymond at some point. Clay's going to probably go to the wayside soon. Am I gonna be sitting here in like four years and we're gonna be like, Yep, Steph Curry averaging 38, yes. eight and four. Yep. We, he's still doing it. Like 
Well, this is now he'll lose his speed, I think, in a couple of years. Dude, he's already lost. He's already lost some speed. Like he's you already see him losing some of those those next level gears. That it's not really seeming to matter. But Jake, that I think you hit it perfectly on the head. That's one of the things that impresses me the most is when a superstar survives like the turnover. Like when you had your dominant run, you had your era, you had your dynasty of a team, and the young guys start to come in, your older guys start to kind of fade out or, or you know, not be as impactful on the roster, but you as the superstar don't waver. And it's something that I've only seen like Kobe, LeBron, I guess maybe a little bit of D-Wade, but he didn't even Durant. really survive it. Well, is is Durant surviving well, roster? Well, like what roster turnover? He's no, he is team. the roster turnover. That's he what comes I'm saying. To your team. Like, what, what he people forget that they were gonna win the finals if he has a shoe size that's one shoe smaller. That's true. Ago. And that's like he true, that, he was that dominant post Achilles tear. Like that, I think that counts. But that's not what I'm talking about because that's on a different team. I'm talking about on your own team surviving a new wave coming in and your production not going down at all. Like Steph Curry, like the Warriors went from having a, a young roster that was going to take over the big three of Steph, Clay, and Draymond to a young roster that's going to assimilate to Steph. <laughs> like that's that's what the Warriors have become. And that's mad impressive. Like I, I, I think the young core was getting geared up to like, okay, when all three of these guys start to decline, we have our safety net. And it's like, well, stuff not declining anytime soon. So the only statement that we need for is for Clay and Draymond. Like that's where you have to give them a whole lot of props. Um, because averaging 31 and six and six on 52 and 43 is not anything to to shy away from, not anything to get used to. But you know, he he, he needs some help. Like he's almost forced to be this crazy MVP level because some of you know the, the defense, the team defense has been so horrendous. He's not getting the, the help from Clay Thompson, like it, it's Steph, and then every fifth night you get an explosion from Jordan Poole. Yeah, and it, it's a reminder of like two years ago, Warriors, where they were uh playing tournament team, yeah, and yeah, Steph yeah, going yeah. nuts the whole year. But the team, Steph, probably would have won MVP that year if they didn't, if they were the normal Warriors. If they are one, two, three seeds, Steph probably wins MVP that season. Yeah, I, what what should be alarming though? I mean, Steph is great, and the fact that he's continuing his greatness is like an encouraging sign. I would be really concerned about how, how the squandering he- of assets. Well, specifically, like like Wiseman sticks. I'm ready to call yeah. it. I'm ready to call they, it. They, they, that's, he's in the G League, man. He's that's down. he's right. He he oh. just cannot play. He has not been able to catch up to the NBA speed. But like even beyond that, like him not being good, you have Jordan Poole on a very down year, um, minus two point three box plus minus. Clay's minus five point one. Draymond is point one, so he's like a net average player according to box plus minus. Which cer- certainly is not the end all be all, but th- they will come around. But they've not been good early on. That, that's that was why my Steph- that was my next question. We can assume Steph keeps this going. Steph is just in in rare form right now. How much do we expect Clay to come back? I think Jordan Poole, if I if I have confidence of any of their guys to bounce back, and it's really like you know, Clay, Draymond, Jordan Poole, it's Jordan Poole I have the most confidence in to kind of get back in the form. Like are, are you confident in Clay kind of Clay's gonna shoot better, but I don't think he's gonna play better if that makes sense. 
Like his he's gonna That's be hard. better because I'll, he's gonna make more than thirty one percent of his threes and thirty five percent of his shots, but I don't think he can move the same way, and I think he thinks he can, which is causing him problems defensively because he's playing like how he used to play defense, but his body can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, the shooting is concerning, right? Thirty three percent from three league average from Clay Thompson. Um, I would like to think he does on shoot only on only I saw I think two less attempts than he like normally averages. Like no, he's averaging. It's two more attempts than he was taking oh, in the golden more. years, or one, one, one to two more, depending on one which year you more. look at. If you look at the two point attempts, that's what's really alarming because, like, I, he's becoming much more, which is crazy to think about, a lot more catch and shoot, like not yeah. going to the rim, no, nothing inside the arc. That's gone down, I think, like five attempts or something like that. And he's made about two or three less. Like that's that's super concerning for me too. It's he's becoming one dimensional on offense, and that's not working. I mean, so does he does he try to put the ball on the floor? Does he try to go to the rim? Like like that's you, that's what you have to see. You, he's probably going to be relegated to like a corner shooter. Which hey, I'll well, take worst things for Clay Thompson. Right? <laughs> I'll take it. But the days of him beating people off the dribble or making him hesitate and and pulling up from mid-range, which is what you're mentioning, like only around like five or six shot attempts from two-point range where that was up in the, you know, 10 or 11 range back in the championship run or the bait. Well, I guess they just ran to the championship, but the other ones. Um, So yeah, to me, it's like if they want to become a title contender, they need Jordan Poole to be an all-star, basically, is where it's at for me. And I don't know if he can do that. I'm not sure if he can. They'll make the playoffs regardless, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch. They did it last year. I mean, I guess Jordan Poole was all-star level. Like, he wasn't an all-star, but he was all-star level. When he played, right, like, season. when we come off the bench in your limited minutes, like. That's true. Your totals and, and, hey, don't matter as much as, like, the burst, you know. And, hey, and, hey, it, what, it first game starting, drops 30. Yeah. Like, hey, Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins actually has been just what we expected. 18 points. He gonna get his. He gonna get. Literally, he's he gonna get his 18. Is he averaging 18? Yeah, he gonna get his 18 to 19 for sure. I bet Tobias averaging 18, 19. Too. No, Tobias is good percentages, but he's only at like 14, five. Nah, he gonna get there. All right, we'll move on to the third member of this NBA Heat checklist, and that's Sir Jason Tatum, the now MVP front runner in uh, in terms of betting odds according to Vegas and them 31.9 points a game seven or seven rebounds three assists on 49 36 and 86 percent from the line splits he's one of 45 players with the usage rate of 26 percent or higher only Anthony Davis and Kelly Oubre have a lower turnover percentage in that usage rate so JT like we saw the maturing of the game last season where he put it all together good decision making um, good reads passing the ball a lot more but then we saw, I come in the finals, we talked to our guy Martin Soares from Basketball Society a lot about this in the finals where it was like, okay, I'm, I'm glad you can pass, JT. Like, I'm, I'm glad you do have that skill. It's really cool to see, but you're a scorer. Like, you go and you score the ball and you make winning plays that way scoring the basketball. And to start the season, they're doing it. And the Celtics are, what, 10-3 and three right now? Like, there's 11-3 11. 11 and three now. Like l- looking like they're they're picking up right where they left off, and your you know, drama aside, this is still the same Celtics team, just as dominant. Yeah, and without Robert Williams, by the way, still out, mm-hmm. and with a brand new coach, which is incredibly impressive. Yeah. Right, it makes you it. forget about all the like, I, I, like 
Tatum had a really horrible finals, and he didn't get a lot of criticism for it. But I think he gave himself the criticism for it and busted his butt this offseason to work on his game, and it's showing. Because mm-hmm. in a year where everyone in the NBA is like, and where every team in the NBA is like, wait, they're a lot, they're worse than I thought they'd be. The Celtics are like the one exception. Like, Phoenix is worse, Golden State's obviously worse, Milwaukee's worse, and the Celtics were the Eastern Conference champs last year, they're the Eastern Conference and NBA leaders this year with uh, 11-3 record. And what Tatum's done is improved on where he had his biggest flaw, which is the best way to improve as a player, and it's his free throw attempts. In the past, he would never be able to, he never had the skill to draw fouls and get to the line. He always would prefer to try to score without getting mm-hmm. fouled. And in the NBA, you need to make free throws. And last year, he finished seventh in scoring. All six players ahead of him had more free throw attempts per game. The year before, he finished 12th. Nine of the 11 ahead of him had more. The year before that, he finished 15th, 13 of the 14. This year, he is fifth in the NBA in free throw attempts per game and averaging a career-high nine, which is a great number for a forward. And mm-hmm. the only people that have more than that are um, Embiid and Luka, who's just the they're other MVP forward. candidate. Yes. And, and two guys who are masterful at drawing mm-hmm. contact and drawing fouls. Like, it's a nasty game. That's a very important stat that you just laid out there, Stan, Matt. Like, it's a nasty game the scoring is. But... You know, when, when guys are consistently averaging 31, 32, guess where about like 10 to 12 of those points come from? Yeah, like, easy you know, ones. From the line, yeah. Easy give ones. Me, like, that's just how this thing works. And if you take that away, then you regress back down to the 26, 27 points per game where Jason Tatum has lived. Like, that's where, that's where he's lived in that range. And if he takes the step up to consistently averaging 30 while doing it efficiently, because what's important is averaging a career high in points per game is great, but in the same season that you're averaging a career high in field goal percentage is even better because you're like you're scoring more at a more efficient rate. And that's MVP type stuff like that. That is what that is what leads you to a championship. That is a guy taking kind of the next step in the and scoring and scoring in a mature way, like not just jacking up shots, not just in a volume shooting, but like within the system, efficient scoring. And like, he should be the front runner of the way in MVP. He yeah. absolutely should right now. No, I agree. I mean, they're the best team in the NBA. He is by far the best player in the top five points per game uh, this year. I believe he's averaging. He's third in, what? Third in scoring. Yeah, yeah, third in scoring, 31.9 points per game. But like what is so impressive to me, and you talk about this past uh, postseason and how he looked in, you know, I think he's always been pretty from from year one. I mean, us Sixers fans got to see it up close and personal. He's always been a talented scorer, never afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think, as you guys said, like the the maturity and the maturing of Jason Tatum has been incredible. League low turnover percentage this year. Um, and he, or excuse me, I'm sorry, that's not the stat. The uh, there's only two players with as high as usage rate as him, uh, mm-hmm. with over 26 percent usage rate who have a lower turnover percentage. And to me, what that says is Jason Tatum, not only in like, not that he's becoming a better passer, but he's becoming more aware on offense, right? He's being able to read and make better reads. And like, you know, he goes from, you may say, what's the difference of he averages uh, 10.6% turnover percentage last year 
to 8.6 this year. What's the difference? Well, think about it. Like you get, if that's another possession a game, you know, that's not only just another possession, it's another Jason Tatum possession where he has the ball and he's either shooting it or passing it. Gives you a high chance. I'm sure the points per game are pretty high. So you're earning yourself another two points per game right there if you want to look at it that way. So it's the small things. It's going to be improving around the margins. They're, they were already the best team in the East. They've continued to be that, but it's in the face of adversity. So it look, dude, it hurts to say, but the Celtics look awesome. And Tatum, 100%, I agree with you, should be the front runner for MVP right now. Yeah, if this continues, I don't see how they're not the, the favorites to go and win the title. They're a run-it-back team, and, and their biggest team glare, they addressed it immediately and going and Malcolm Brockton, who hasn't been lighting the world on fire, but he wasn't asked to. Right. Come and be our half-court point right. guard. And that's, that's, but yeah. a great player in a minimal role, and they will flourish, yeah. it turns and out. Crazy. A, a dog, a fighter, a blue-collar type player fits their their you know their scheme as well. So, yeah, but Boston is definitely a, a force to be reckoned with in Eastern Conference, and, and Jason Tatum is right now. So last, last season, around this time, we still had Kyle with us. We talked about, I dropped a quote, go ahead and stamp Jason Tatum in top 10. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save fifty dollars on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And that, that was solidified through the playoffs and the finals and everything. Now it's time to further that conversation. Yeah, Is Jason crazy, Tatum... I, hey, hey, Jake, I know it hurts, buddy. <laughs> I know it may hurt to hear... But he's he's getting very close to that top five range. I mean, here's he's, what I'll say. He's right behind. Be, there's too I, many people I, for top I, five. I, I know. That that five, six, seven could be a collection of like. They could be the top five. Right. It you, could you, be like seven, eight, nine people. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes, to all of them. But there's he's eight top five. five people in the NBA, and there's around nineteen <laughs> yeah. top ten people. Seriously, seriously. But Jason Tatum is is buying for a seat just as much as all those other guys are. He's right behind the Lucas, the Dames, the yeah. you know what I mean. Him and Ja are kind of to me wrestling right next to that, like. Ready to, ready I know to he's. I know we crap on. on Jokic, but he's got to be there. He's also there too, right? Yeah. Really right, Jokic, really Giannis, Jokic, Steph. Giannis, Embiid, Steph, Embiid, like KD. I mean, there's Wherever a lot of good players LeBron, in the NBA. Right, right. Insert, insert LeBron, LeBron here. Yeah. Well, book, but oh. book. See, book is uh, kind uh, of book's not top five. Book, 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 stop that. Which means he's top fifteen. Which means he's top it. Which means he's top twenty. So, I don't know. Jason Tatum is is. Very I'm with you there. I'm like, with you. I mean, like whatever. Like He's fine. It's fine. It's like Jason Tatum is a top five player. You, you wouldn't. I mean, uh, sure, like sure, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, if he like wasn't you could a Celtic, say, I wouldn't push back. Exactly, but I wouldn't push it all. Celtic, right. I'm obligated to. That's why it's whatever instead of agreed, right? Like, well, yeah, I think I think it's. Real basketball fans and real observers of basketball can see how much impact he has. Like, like maybe the novice looks at the eye gouging and eye popping stats of Ja or the highlights and says, you know, he's not better than John Moran or something like that. But when you realize how much weight he pulls on the best team in the NBA on both ends of the floor now, like. He's up there. The best team. What? I have, I have a job. We I didn't say it. Kawhi Leonard's name either. Crazy. Kawhi Leonard doesn't play basketball. Well, yeah. they're, they're, I was going to say, PA, <laughs> their PA announcer doesn't say Kawhi Leonard's name. Why would we? <laughs> their, t- their head coach doesn't say Kawhi I've Leonard's name. I haven't been on the back of a Clippers jersey in quite some yeah. time. Like, what? <laughs> oh, man. All right, last one we were going to. Speaking of that, we should have used that job point as a perfect yeah. segment to this one. Speaking of the brother, we can, we can have a nice little debate right here. John Morant. Also started to heat up. You could really break Josh's season this far into three trunks. Uh, an incredible start through six games, average 33, five, and six on 55 from the floor, 56% from three, 86% from the line. Then went in a three-game slump, uh, 18, seven, and eight on 34, 22, and 77% splits. And then back in the form uh, in these last couple of games, 31 points per game, eight assists, six rebounds on 48% from the floor, 33% from three, uh, 63% from the line. That's not great. That's not going to stick. We know it's not going to stick. But coming back into that John Morant form, um, you know, had a great game uh, the other night, I believe, last night uh, against the Pelicans. When you talk about highlight plays, he was doing some things that <laughs> in that game that I just have, the, the steals, I've never seen something like that before. Like he, he read the inbounder from the the player on the court's eyes. Like, he, he looked at when he was about to, like, go up and catch the ball and then spun around and... and it's like a cornerback. Like it's, it's like a... Yeah, like, like that like was... That was ridiculous. I don't think people realize how ridiculous that well, steal was, but it's it, it, it been a little bit of a roller coaster season, up and down season for Ja right now, and that's not what you really want to see. Like, you love the explosions, but you want to see the consistency. Yeah, and narrative-wise, he has a chance to really gain if we want to talk about it from, like, a who's going, you know, MVP-wise, with Desmond Bain now being out for an extended amount of time, he now has a chance to, if he continues to carry, like, remember when he went out and the Grizzlies carried without him, now he has a chance to repay that favor. I think it's going to do wonders for his narrative if he can do it. 
He is, here's my, I don't know, it's not really a hot take. Objectively, the most fun player in the NBA to watch play the game of basketball. To an objective viewer, if I'm a, I don't know much about the league, I flip on a game, who do I want to see? My number one pick would be John Morant. Easily, I think easily, to be honest. If you put a red 2-3 jersey on him, and he did that two-handed switch dunk, it would be played on highlight reels for the rest of eternity. And it probably yeah. will be with him because he's going to be an all-time great player. Like, one of the one of the most athletically gifted, not even a basketball player, like athletes that, I, that I have lived to see. So I figured out what he reminds me of. So remember how athletic Russell Westbrook was early in his OKC days? Yeah. But yeah. remember... Imagine if he had the offensive skill of Derrick Rose to match right. that athleticism. That's John Morant, and that's just an incredible. But he shoots better. But he, but he shoots. He also shoots better than both of them. Yeah, yeah. I think Derrick Rose just, came up today would have better shooting, but like right, right, yeah. different, different era of shooting. But, uh, but even still, he shoots mm-hmm. better. But that's, but that's a good, a good mix of talent. Um, yeah, Jake, you're right. Like it's, it's. I'm replaying that dunk in my head, and it's. And it's it's sickening. Wild. You shouldn't be able to do that. Like, if someone did that to me in a video game, I would turn off the Xbox and be like, this game stinks. No one could ever do that in real life. And John Morant does it on a nightly basis, which is incredible. But, I mean, like, just really quick point on the Grizzlies. I think this will be a barometer. I know I don't want to, like, make too much of the Desmond Bain injury. I know he's kind of a meme on this show. But, like, if they are able to be competitive without him, like, Granted, they already showed it last year. There's not a team that you can put them up against where I'm like, oh, they're out of it. They're dead. They, like, this could be a team they that could make, that, a, make a run. That's they, what I'm saying. They, they showed, showed it last, last year. year. They, yeah. they, they took, Matt, you said it perfectly. They took the champions to six games without without him. Yeah, that's, that's so messed without up. Him. <laughs> that's messed up. Like, without him. There, there's I, not a team that they fear. There's jo, not. Jo, yeah, John Moran also proves the... The most hater Steph Curry haters wrong, where they the the Steph Curry hater got to the point where it doesn't matter if Steph's good and exciting, he's gonna ruin guards forever because all they're gonna do is be shoot and they won't mm. be good at him. And then this is John Moran who grew up, I'm sure, watching Steph Curry win MVPs and titles, and he plays his own game and is unbelievably exciting in his own way. Well, because he's he's more athletic than. That's my point. The NBA is going to produce unbelievable athletes. Like we're not going to get a doomsday scenario where everyone's just going to be chucking threes. Well, what I, what I love and, and the only thing that's kind of similar to John Steph is they both have God given abilities that no one has. And they lean into those abilities at their position. It it, both of their abilities in different ways transcended their position. John uses his athleticism. Steph uses his shooting in ways that no one we can't ever expect anyone to ever replicate again. Like that's that they're both, and that, that's the only like categorically like you know similarity that they have. But before we move on to our second segment, I just want to make a, a quick observation about the whole NBA. We we talked about four guys on this list. the The lowest scoring, average scoring output of the four guys on this list that's John Moran, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, and Joel Embiid is twenty nine points per game. Okay. There is, at the time when we checked, what, two, three weeks ago, there were 11 players averaging 29 or more points per game in the NBA. Um, 
So I, I think we it is it is a good time in basketball to discuss our standard of what good is, what great is, what elite is. Because I think 10 years ago, 27 points per game and up made you a great player. 28, 29 made you elite. 30 plus, and we were talking about you with the all-time greats. Nowadays, an elite player gives you 31. A great player gives you 29 to 30. James, how many people averaged 31 points per game last year? How many years? I was like two. Zero. Really? That's Embiid, surprising. with thirty point six. That's I think crazy. The, I, I think the it's like I think there's going to be around three to four, maybe the average over thirty this year, and it's going to. But I don't think it's going to be like this. No, I I I, this, I, I like disagree. I disagree. 30. I I think it I think it stays because not only do you have these players, one this is a race, and if I'm all the all the players that we named are the scores on their team. And I know I have to keep pace. That's my job as a scorer, as a, a league great scorer, and my and how I help my team. If I'm in bead and I see the the league scores, the league averagers are in the 30, 31s, well, guess what I have to go and guess what I'm gonna go and, and do as a scorer? Like I, I, I understand there are there are ways to play basketball and you have to, you know play within the game and and you know not be a detriment to your team, but that's that's what these scorers are doing. Like that's that's, you know what I mean. Like, I, I don't and, know. And, and, I, but think about also, my next point was going to be is why I think it, it's coming up as a as a whole proportionally because now the great role players of the league those are who average the twenty to twenty ones like the Larry Marketings and right. the Arrow. Jordan the Jordan Clarksons and the Tyler Heroes of the league they average twenty one. Yeah, yeah, they they average. 21 to 22. So if your great role players are averaging low to mid 20s, well, what's your elite score going to average? It's a good like point. It, it, it all proportionally bumps up. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, it. It's just more possessions in the game. Shots goes up more. More points goes up. And I think it's all it's all going up. So I think it's just time to re-examine the barometer of you know what we hold a good to great score. Uh, it's really funny you say that because we're, when I was doing these stats, I was like, dang, that's a, that's a high points per game. Yeah, that's a high point per game, too. They're all in like the 30s. I thought the same thing. And then I was checking the box scores last night. Like, imagine like you, you come home, you know, and for all of us, you know, we talk about after at least high school sports, how'd the game go? Oh, like our team scored 121 points in the basketball game. Oh, that's awesome. You guys won. No, we lost by 30. The Brooklyn Nets scored 121 and lost by 31 points to the Kings. What's going on in the NBA? Something something strange is happening. There's drop the meme again. But there's you know what I mean? It's just there's so many points. And we we can even go back to the Clay Thompson conversation we had. Because what's he what's he averaging from three this year? 35%? 33, I believe. 33% from three. So that's league average, and it's historically bad for him. <laughs> for him, it's just, so we hold Clay Thompson as a great shooter in the league. So you know what I mean? A great shooter can't be anywhere near league average. What what is he normally averaging? Forty <laughs> percent? Like what we're what's supposed to be great three point shooting numbers? Like that's you know what I mean? Like it's it's to me we just 
in the era of scoring and points going in the in the or you know points going on the board more, I think we have to raise the barometer. Like I think we have to raise the standard. Yeah, Clay's still averaging like fifteen. <laughs> like in lieu of all of it, Clay's still scoring like like fifty, which is like oh, that's like not too bad. Steph in the Curry. grand scheme, in the grand scheme, right, but it is kind of bad. Steph I mean, Curry won the MVP, scoring twenty three point eight points per game. Yeah, that's not flying. And what was that like five years ago? It was like four years ago. That's <laughs> that was, crazy. That was seven years ago. Oh wow, that's gonna be flies. eight now. But yeah, feels like four. But I, I just went back, looked at like how many times the thirty point per game in a season. It's always like the, the most I saw. Just going back to there was I saw three, and there was one year. Shout out James Harden. He averaged 36. Next Hawks was 28. Mm. An eight point gap between first and second is gross. Hey, how many times has a guy averaged 30 and not won MVP? I can think oh. of one instance. <laughs> one instance is the only one I can think of. Last year. Not All right, Jake. Ago. We'll move to the second part of the podcast. You want to take us through? Yes. So I will be uh, hosting our NFL silhouette game, something fun that we like to do. Um, blind resume basically is another name for it. I'm going to give James and Matt player a and player B their stat lines. I'll also give you a category in which they fall under to kind of guide your, um, guessing process. And then I think, I think I have one hint in the barrel if you really need it for each of these. Okay. That sounds, is that fair enough? So yeah, you we'll, guys always have me, always have me going against the big dog. Let's see. Stat Matt. Yeah, I mean, this is this is man versus machine here. I mean, this is like, <laughs> I mean, you take your pick. Bobby Fischer right. versus Big Blue, all of the great man versus machine matchups. Okay, let's get to football. So uh, we're going to start at the quarterback position. And again, these this is stats from this year alone. This, all these stats are going to be this year, where they rank in the league this year, et cetera. So we have player A, quarterback A, 2000. 200. I have a question off yep. the bat. Yep, go ahead. Are the touchdowns combined touchdowns? No, or... passing. Passing, passing yeah. touchdowns. This this will be passing touchdowns, what, what is read. 2,265 yards, passing yards, 18 passing touchdowns, three interceptions, and 80.1 on-target on percentage, which is second in the NFL, and 8.8 intended air yards per passing attempt, which is fourth in the NFL. And then we have player B, quarterback B, which has 2,733 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, six interceptions, 78% on target percentage, which is eighth in the NFL, and a 6.7 intended air yards per attempt, 23rd in the NFL. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. 
The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We'll start. Uh, I guess, I mean, you, you, can, you guys can tell me, do you want to go write it down and then we, you guys both reveal your answers? No, nah, we could do, we could do our system. I don't okay. Know each other. Um, I have a guess for player B, player A. I have a guess for player A. I don't really have a guess for player B yet. Um, I have an outside guess for player B. I don't like my guess for player B. I mean, these are guys for what it's worth who have been, I mean, this is not going to narrow it down at all, but at some point in this podcast history, we've obviously talked about both. So okay, I hope right. that helps. What's, I hope, what's the, I hope that helps. thanks. Like we don't cover pretty much every team in the NFL, but like what's, well, you said there's a category you put them into. What's the category? Well, QB. I'm sorry. Yeah, quarterback. Oh, like there's there's a. All I'm right. sorry. Positional category. I'll, I'll I'll take my two guesses. Ready? Uh, okay. Go ahead. Player A. I'm gonna guess this. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is, is that how we're doing it? Is how we're doing it? Uh, well, okay. I want to hear both of your guesses before I tell you which one's right. So. Right, right, right. Okay. Player A is Tua. Um, player B, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Player B, I think, is Mahomes. That was my other guess. Player A, I don't think he was played long enough to throw 18 touchdowns. Um, I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Okay, so Matt, just to be clear, you have Geno Smith A and who Mahomes B, B. James, you had Tua A, and Rogers B. James is correct on half of his. Player A is Tua Tungavailoa. Uh eight games this year. A lot of uh, 18 touchdowns, um, only three interceptions. People lauded the the or rather trashed his arm on target percentages high. Player B, none of you got right. <laughs> is a guy who was in his draft class. Lamar? Joe Burrow. Joe. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe, I from Joe Burrow. Burrow out of like if you were to tell me literally five months ago, hey, uh, two is going to outplay pretty clearly Joe Burrow next year. I would have called like for someone to talk to you down because I would thought you would be having like a, a, an episode or something. Something like so I guess point being like looking back, obviously, it's, it's a little early. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in that class. If we if you had to re-rank them this year, top three quarterbacks there. Burrow, Herbert, Tua. It does the order change from last year? What is your order, and and has it changed this year? I guess is my the question. order what is the question. same, but the gap is the gap is minuscule. There's no I'll gap. I'll tell you what. I'll it's tell like, you. Yeah, no, Burrow, yeah. small gap. 
Herbert they're standing on each other's Heine shoulders. Gap, Tua. Nope. To me, they're all standing on each other's shoulders. And 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 Herbert makes one or two throws a week that keeps him up there. <laughs> but oh, if, it, if it wasn't for like the crazy, ridiculous across the body throws, him and him and Burrow would be neck and neck. But he, he makes some incredible plays that puts him right above uh, those two. I'm actually very surprised about the intended air yards per play for Joe Burrow being in the bottom seven of the league or bottom eight in the league in that category when you have weapons down in the field such as Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, etc. Now, this is what two games without Jamar Chase now, so I'm not sure how much that is taking into consideration two out of the seven, eight games that they've played or eight, nine games that they've played, so that might weigh it down a little bit, but that's just just surprising. Like, that's not it's a team who loved to put it down the field last year and is not doing it as much this year, so Interesting, but I'm glad I got the first. Yeah, I was actually, I was like, is James going to hit this like off bat? That would have been really impressive. Honestly, I made uh, a game my too. Second uh, one, <laughs> my second guess was going to be Lamar for player B. Right. Yeah. Not honestly, not, not a terrible guess with how that year has, yeah. has shaken out. I feel um, like Lamar has good deep ball throws this year though. Um, they're good, but that, they're um, not a lot. Doesn't, uh, not many of them. Yeah. I mean that, that. You got Devin Duvernay running around out there, and you're like thankful when you see him. Well, I just feel like I've seen highlights of him throwing the ball deep. Right. Well, star of the league, lots of social clips getting churned. But we'll move on to category two, running back, ball carrier, whatever you want to call it. Um, And we have player A. These, again, all the stats right here will be rushing. Um, 86 carries for 635 yards, two rushing touchdowns. That uh, computes out to 7.4 yards per attempt, uh, five before contact, 2.3 yards after contact, and leads the league in broken tackle rate, I guess you could call it, breaks a tackle um, every 6.6 rushing attempts. Hmm. Player B, 129 carries, 609 yards, same two touchdowns, which uh, and that adds out to 4.7 yards per attempt. They have 3.1 yards before contact per attempt and 1.7 after contact per attempt. And I forget exactly where this ranks. Still on the upper half, upper top 15, but 10.8 attempts per broken tackle. Who is player A? Who is player B? Do your Write down your answers um, beforehand. And then, Matt, you can start out once we both. Are they running backs? They're ball carriers. This This is rushers. Yeah, ball carriers. Again, I have a guess for player A, but not for player B. So before I anyone answers, it. make sure that both people have answers locked in to remind the contestants. Right, right, right. <laughs> thank, thank you, Alex Trebek. We need a Vanna White. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's really actually pretty impressive to look through the running backs like yards after carry and put in perspective. I guess I can't name any names because then you'll know it's not them, but right. we'll hold discussion for after. I think the second one's really obscure. Or just like kind of obscure. And by that, okay, so do you want to give... Do you, I, have, do, I, have, I have my both. Do you, have, do you have both? I never like my second guess, but yeah, sure, I'm going to lock in. Okay, we'll lock in. Mac, go ahead. Who is player A? A is Lamar Jackson. B is Jeff Wilson. 
two yeah. really good Lamar guesses. Jackson and Joe. And Lamar guesses you're going for broke on that one. I don't even know if Jake is sly enough to pull that. Um, right, oh, it's such first, a small carry number. It's got to be like a I know, and here's why. I think first one is Miles Sanders, and then I think the second one oh, is Nick Chubb. Not not no not bad guesses all around. Honestly, Nick all of the, got a better yards per carry than that. All of the all of the true, guesses, true. It's um, I guess are 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 kind of true to and once I reveal the answer it'll be clear. Once again, one of you guys got one of the answers. Um that being Matt, you were right. The the carries was a giveaway. It was Lamar Jackson as player A. Wow. It says RB, tricky. I know it's a ball carrier. These are his rushing stats. And player B, much to my behest, is Jonathan Taylor. Gosh darn it. On my fantasy team, Jonathan Taylor, yeah. what's going on? Jonathan Taylor has obviously that offense has not been great, and that's a big part of it. He's been 4.7 is not bad, but the yards after contact 1.7, like he's supposed to yeah. be as big as the linebackers. And I think a lot of what we've seen, so I, I this is two, I put this on here for two reasons. Number one, Lamar Jackson is the best ball carrier rusher, he's the best player with the football in terms of elusiveness in the NFL by mm. a pretty wide margin, and then. Number two, the second point, is that Jonathan Taylor is being either, it depends on what camp you're in, you either think he's being squandered or he may be showing signs that he might have a little Trent Richardson in him. I'm more prone to say that he's not a flash in the pan and that this is all the Colts offense and it'll get sorted out, um, which it did in, its, in his first game against uh, with Jeff Saturday as his head coach. You know why this is a little tough for me to see the Lamar stats? Is because I'll never agree with the Ravens not paying him. But when you see stats like this, you understand their side of the coin. You see what they're talking about. Because his, not his best stats, but almost his best stats are his rushing stats. Where he leads the league, right. Where he leads the league is his rushing stats. His quarterback stats are still good. He can play the quarterback position very well. His league leading stats are his rushing stats. And running backs don't have a long shelf like They just don't. I'm not looking to pay a franchise quarterback for a five, six-year prime. I'm looking to pay a franchise quarterback for a seven, eight, nine, ten-year run. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm in, in, in the world of the Mahomes, Allen, Watson, like, they're all going to have, they're all going to project it to have long careers at the quarterback position. If Lamar's best stats are his rushing stats, I can't bake on six years from now his rushing stats still leading the league. I can't. Not not as he as he gets older, as his body take takes hits, as younger guys come in the league. Like you can't, not to say that it won't happen, but as a team, I can't really bank on that. If his if he had great rushing stats, but his league leading stats were his passing stats, no brainer pay him. I mean, here's what I'll say. A lot of like if you were to go to a team like, I mean, we mentioned the Jets last week who have a burgeoning defense. We, you know, 49ers, uh, it's supposedly the Ravens, but they haven't played that way. If you have a dominant defense, you can get away with Lamar Jackson being not great, not the best at throwing the football, and then you're able to run the football at the top rate in the league, and I mean, you can win a four, lot of games that way. When they went lot. when they went 14 and 2, that's exactly what they did. Exactly and the defense has did. not been good. So that came that, to a screeching halt in the playoffs. But but 
And here's the thing, Jake. That's, that's I, I'm that's just gonna say when you when you, I, I I look at the glass half full. If you have someone that explosive as a quarterback that can do that, that's you a pay plus, him, and then yeah, you worry about true. five years down the line. Five years down the five line. Five years down the line. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, I absolutely hear you. Yeah. All right. Um. So that was a fun one. What are these pass catcher numbers? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, what? Is this a single game? Why these, these guys stink? Nah, they they both. You know both of their names well. Well, they stink. You well, know both of their I'm names well. I, I want you to flex your muscles for this next one. The last one that we have here, pass catchers. Um, so not necessarily just wide receivers. This is pass catchers. Um, so player A, sick on the year. 16 catches, 174 yards, three touchdowns, 7.7 yards per target. Player B, six catches for only 54 yards, zero touchdowns. Who on earth could this be? 7.8 yards per target. That's a, hey, look, this is by far the toughest one. In fact, some may even say you're not supposed to get it right. That Am I supposed to know these two? I'm supposed you to know, know both of their names. You know both of their names. Nine games in. You, you, Yes, and you knew both of their names last year and the year before that. And I don't know. I actually probably can't go back that far because I don't know the careers. But We know both the names, and you said pass catchers. Correct. Which, one, which means Correct. In, my, in my mind, one of them is going to be a tight end. I think one's going to be I got my guesses. Okay, Matt has A and B locked in. I have A and B left in. Okay, wow. First this time. Yeah, you can go I first. Think, I think the first one is Chris Godwin. And I think no, it's not. He only has two touchdowns. Crap. I'll let you guess. No, no, no. No, 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 Whatever. Chris it's Godwin. Not, it, just guess it's again. Not, it's not Chris oh, okay. Godwin. I'll, 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 I'll let you guess All again. right, I'll, I'll I'll redo A. I gotta put some thought about A. Uh B is Darren Waller, is my guess. Okay. I got Darren Waller as A for me. Mm. Oh, really? I got Kadarius Tony as B. Mm. No, okay. Kadarius Tony scored a touchdown last week. Oh, he did. Um, yeah. that, well, well, he still got it wrong. Right? I'll let you, you both got. I'll, it's, I'll, I'll let Matt. I'll let you redo B. James, I'll let you redo A. No, and then that'll I, be the final. Well, I just told him he was wrong, but I guess I guess you told me I was wrong. Okay. I already t- I jumped the gun in saying say another one, meaning implying that it was not him. So I thought the cat was out. Oh, I got it. Player A, Michael Thomas. Yeah, player A, Michael Thomas. Okay, James locks in his answer. Matt, player do you B have like it? Ezekiel Elliott? You go anti-wide receiver for both to trick us? Well, so he you got, That's why I guess tight end. You have Waller and Zeke. James, you have Mike, um, Mike Thomas and... Mike Thomas and Waller and Darren Waller. And Waller. Okay, so... I will tell you, one of you guys has a correct answer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Mike Thomas, that was big, James. That was a big guess. It gives you the win, I believe, here. Oh, slip, boy! Because player B, I don't think either of you were ever going to get. And that is, Mike Thomas is an ex-teammate. He just changed teams. He wears Kelly Green now. And he plays on defense, which is why you guys probably wouldn't have gotten it. Chauncey. Gardner, CJ no, Chauncey Gardner, six interceptions, 54 <laughs> yards on the return, and he allows 7.8 yards per target. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> what are Darren Waller's stats this year? It's funny you say that because you're like Darren Waller. I'm like, that's actually not a bad guess. Darren Waller has had an awful year. His, uh, He's hurt. Now, now in RR, right? Besides Darren Waller, 16. For 175 <laughs> and one touchdown. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's uh, so I, I say this to say, first off, Mike Thomas, um, I like it's a shame because. Dunzo. Dunzo. Those are in, that's in like two ga- full games played, mm-hmm. those stats. So that's actually like not terrible. He can't stay healthy. It's a shame. Um, and the way it ties in beyond the ex-teammate is another trade made with the Saints was uh, – to acquire their first round pick. They stink. Um, and Chauncey Gardner, on the other hand, is now on the number one defense in the NFL. Um, actually, I don't know. After that last week, I haven't seen the stats. And to my knowledge, leads the NFL in interceptions out after. Absolutely. By, by, I would think by a good margin. Um, first safety since like 2015 to have a pick in five straight games. Crazy. And I, and I took a big old L because, you know, when you guys traded for him and, and they dropped that, video of him getting in Brady's face. I commented on Bleacher Report and I was like, y'all are gonna watch him get torched all season. And I've yet to see yet yet a torching. There's been nary a torching on that brother. In fact, he holds the torch. His interception numbers are (laughs) he takes the torch some of some some rough plays, but he's been he's been a very good acquisition, obviously. Yeah, I mean when you have a defense that good and you have cornerbacks that good as a as a free roam safety, they put him in a cover two and they just say play Play center field for half the field. They split the field in half, and they play center field. So I just got to gamble on the long ball. 
and I'm gonna get it if I go and and play ball on the on the deep route every time. I'm gonna get me some interceptions. So, you know, good for him. Good yep. for him. Um, but uh, if that's all done, I'll take my victory. Yeah, I don't hate. I think. Thank you. Could thank it be you. your first ever? No, you've won before. I, you've won before. I've won before, but you, you won beat me last time. Last time when we did this, you beat me. So thank you, thank you back in the win column. But. One more side of time for this episode of Straight Facts. As always, we can get some uh, shots up at the buzzer. Who's got a shot at the buzzer for me? Um, so I just want to say, say it every year. Super hyped. By the time you're listening to this, it will be game day tomorrow. Penn Women's Hoops opens up against James's Nova Wildcats. Uh, some big five ball in the palestra on NBC Sports Philly Plus. If you're in our area and you have that, check us out. Um, you know, James, I and I, I, I don't want to admit, the, admit this on air, but I will. Uh, you and I were talking, and I said, you know what? I think, you know, if I had to gauge, like, it's probably going to be like a Nova. Nova win by like seven. You know, it'll be, it'll be a size, it'll be sizable enough. But you know, it, we're supposed to. No, let me tell you what. I took a look at the box score. Them dominating Princeton, who has dominated Penn for a while. I am now shaking in my boots, shall we say? As the Penn color analyst, um, mm. the Wildcats have an awesome team. And Maddie, I cannot wait to see Maddie Seagrass. Genuinely I'm say, excited. Jake, you have a privilege to sit courtside and see Maddie Seagrass go to work. And that Penn game talked about 32 and 13, some, some very light. But um, I think, you know, this is really, I said it last year and it still didn't happen. So this is really the year that the women's college basketball world learns who Maddie Seagrass is in a big way. Third team All American last year with being the battle. second, with yes, association bound. Third team All American with being the second leading scorer in the country last year and by only like two or three points is laughable to me. Absolutely laughable. So, um, yeah, we're, we're taking over U City tomorrow night, but not only hype to see that game, but it's going to be my first time kind of seeing you do your thing in the Palestra, man. At the most historic venue in college basketball, I think it's really dope that you get to call. For Penn, man. So that's going to be awesome for those straight facts listeners, our friends and family. You know, you're not doing anything tomorrow night. I think the Sixers still have off. So, yeah. you know, tune in NBC Sports Plus and uh, see some big five women's basketball. Can't yeah. I, it, it, the cathedral of college hoops. They call it that. It's for really, me. it's beautiful. I, I love the book. Gives me goosebumps. You actually kind of took half of my at the buzzer. So I'll go mm. to this one is, you know, just, just, the start of college basketball season, we don't talk about college basketball a whole lot on this. I realize I let you podcast. slide actually talking about Nova Hoops because of the Temple win. Because go, go, go ahead, talk your stuff. I forgot to let stuff. you know, it's the Temple Owls year, baby. We're finally making the tournament. And Dame uh, Dunn's going to the league after. Dame He's Dunn playing for thing. the Sixers. Khalif, Khalif Battle also had a, had a good game at the, at the point guard position on Give Temple some credit. Look, man. Brand new roster, brand new head coach, our two best players not playing. And uh, this is a team who's who is familiar with Nova. He plays every year. It's big five basketball, like to the to the college basketball, like to the rest of the college basketball world. That looks like a really bad loss to Nova. And it's not a great one. It doesn't sit in the stomach well. But this is big five basketball. Big five. Yeah. Like this is come on, man. Like this is, you know what I mean? Like this is the the most the the longest tradition in college basketball history. These guys have been playing since college basketball was a thing. So literally, you know, like, like, literally, like literally. So, you know, it's understandable. Now, Michigan State, for those who are listening, when it drops tomorrow on Friday, Nova goes to Michigan State. That's the 
That's the one. They go it and we're up 13 against Gonzaga. Ends up losing a very close game on a boat in the middle of the sea for the first game. Then go and knock off the number four team in the country in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, for the second game. So now you get to come back home to East Lansing, Michigan for the first game, and we got to be your opponent. So, hey, oh, never, never a doubt in my Noble Wildcats, but that's going to be a, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. May have, may have to see Cam Whitmore for the first time <laughs> in that game. We may have to see Cam Whitmore suit up for that one. Michigan State's still unranked, right? That's crazy. Well, they, I mean, they well, will they, be. They will be, but they're well, right now. I mean, it's like if it's a nasty cycle, right? Because it's still the same week right. that they just won. So they lose, and all they, the same week they will have lost to Gonzaga, beat Kentucky, and maybe lost to Nova. Like to me, that just puts you exactly where you were. You didn't, you didn't go anywhere. You didn't move forward. You didn't move backward. It is that's right. That's right where you are. I so guess it's not one, one point now because now we're unranked, which is harsh, by the right. way. Yeah. Cause, cause y'all aren't that bad. I mean, you guys lost to Wagner the game before, but like, like, damn, we were sixteen. That moved us nine spots. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Like okay, that so, stuff. Stat Matt, you got something to buzz in? So the World Cup is starting next week. Um, if you're not, are you gonna give so- us updates? Are you gonna give no, us I'm actually updates? not gonna give you updates because uh-huh. if you're not a soccer fan, I would say don't watch. Because this Qatar World Cup is like a humanitarian travesty. Did like you see the, the barracks that they're sleeping in? Like 6,500 people died building the stadiums with slave labor. Like they're like what is not going to let like people wear like rainbow patches on their armbands because they're an anti-gay country. Like if you're a soccer fan, you're going to watch the World Cup because you're stuck. But if you're not a soccer fan, you think, <laughs> oh, the World Cup I've seen every four years. I know the United States are in it. Uh, try not to tune in unless, like, you're really bored on Friday. Oh, that's that's tough as a U.S. fan because we don't go every year. We're going next time for sure because it's it's in the U.S. <laughs> do we get automatic? Bid that's so sad to say out loud. Okay. How sad is that to say out loud? Oh my goodness, Woo. we're in for um, sure. But yeah, but like as as a pseudo soccer fan. And someone who's hyped that the U.S. is finally in it after trash. No, no, I'm not saying the like, Olympics. I'm not saying like, like I want to be morally hyped. wrong for people to watch it. I'm not doing that thing. I'm saying if you're not a soccer fan, you thought, hey, the World Cup's on. Maybe just find something else to watch. Like if you want to watch the World Cup, you're going to watch the World Cup. Let's, well, let's here's the thing: it's not a normal World Cup year where it's in the summer where nothing else is going on. You got other stuff to watch. Like if you right. want to watch a World Cup game, there's going to be something else on. It's in the fall this year, or the winter, whenever it whenever it kicks off. But um, Statbat's like, no, I'm not going to give you soccer updates. I don't know if I ever, maybe <laughs> just going to stick to Liverpool updates. Or they're going to be on a break. They're going to be. Yeah, they're on a long, break. yeah, long break. Liverpool's yeah, been uh, rough this season, but they're up to sixth in the table. Okay. Arsenal's got a Arsenal's had a great season, and Man City's been a little shaky. Maybe Arsenal can fend them off, but um, but I just don't want Man City to win because they're like a fake team. But whatever. And that's soccer from Statman. Thank you. Um, well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Street Facts. Again, shout out to everyone on the Up On Game Presents Network. LeVar Arrington, Plexigo Burris, TJ Hushman, Zada. Make sure you're liking, following, and subscribing to them on all platforms. Get all the content on the Up On Game Network. They do great stuff over there. And also, shout out to my guys, Jake Galley and Statman Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 